All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Black History Month. And of course, if you haven't been paying attention, you should notice that there are a lot of great black wrestling podcasters in the YouTube universe, in the podcast world. Well, today I got one on here. He puts on for everybody as I bring on my man Trey D of We Love Wrestling coming up on this episode of Wrestling for the Culture. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture, where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Wrestling for the Culture. You know who I am, Brian H. Waters, and I am honored to bring on a good brother. I've been on his show twice, and now he gets to come over here, come inside the wrestling realm on Wrestling for the Culture, and that is the one and only Trey D. Trey, what's up, bro? How you feeling? What's up, Brian, man? You know, got me out my zone, you know what I'm saying? But I came into your realm of things, so, you know, we out here. We love wrestling LUV. What's happening? Man, first of all, I got to tell you, that music is catchy. I find myself sometimes just singing it myself. We love wrestling. <laughs> you know, you, you is on the social media, uh, the Instagram channels when you going through the matches and or sometimes you watch it on YouTube. You know, like the a lot of times I tell you this, man, I, a lot of times I like to have the matches that you produce on while, you know, I'm working because. Sometimes you don't want to watch the news. You don't want to watch what's going on at current events. And we, like we all here, we love wrestling. So, um, you know, I appreciate everything that you do. Man, I'll give you a little exclusive. Uh, that music just came up. It had different parts to it. But the chant actually came from the evolved 10th anniversary in Philadelphia. I was at the show. If you watch that on the WWE Network, at the very end, a chant started, we love wrestling. So me and my buddy was there. We started that chant. And then when I watched it back, I was like, oh, the chant is loud and you can hear it on here. So I took it off of there. And then people started throwing beats to me like, oh, you should use this. I was like, well, drop the we love wrestling in and do that. So I appreciate that you like it. Other people like it. People on YouTube don't like it. But if you don't like it. I always give you the link where you can go and buy the actual pay-per-view that the show came off of <laughs> to where you can listen to it without the music. So hey. there you go. See, and that's a win-win because you shine in the wrestlers, you shine in these promotions, but then you also say, Hey, well, go ahead. Here's the, you know, go ahead and support them. You know, um, when did you decide to come up with this idea to go out and spotlight these wrestlers and produce content? Because and I know it's a team of y'all, if I'm not mistaken, because y'all everywhere. Yeah. Um, so back history, the We Love Wrestling page actually been going since 2012. Just me by myself doing the thing. So um, the pandemic happened, you know, and a lot of things happened. It was, I'm not going to give them free shine because some things have happened, but it, it was a, a, a group that came and was like, yo, we ought to do a website and we see what you got on your page and everything. So we wanted to do an interview. So we started doing that way. I'm not going to throw nobody under the bus with all that happened. Um, and then we just started spotlighting wrestlers. So behind the spotlight, in order for us to even put you on the spotlight, we have to either see you live in a match. We have to actually like you um 
So we don't spotlight people that we haven't seen or haven't followed because I just feel like that's be fake of me to get on there and talk to you and be like, well, I haven't even seen you live. So we did do one group, but I saw them live like a week later. So, yeah. So about June 24th. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed. Uh, I think it was the match. Uh, I'm about to say the match. The interview with Casey Lennox, I believe you brought that up. It's either that. But you ain't had to do my Ravens like that, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I know, I know you're a Colts fan. <laughs> You know, and, and look, I, I'm mad because y'all was supposed to win y'all playoff game. Had y'all won, then we wouldn't have had to face the Bills. We ain't we ain't gonna talk about the coast on here. Coast uh, <laughs> made some moves that I'm I'm happy about. Uh, oh, okay. We, we ain't gonna really talk. About. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I want my black me black 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 quarterback to get the ring, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe he will get one as long as he don't have to play the coach, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's that's fair, that's fair. But yeah, so you know that was but that was one of the things I noticed that you know it's uh real, you know. You see a lot of people, and hey, you know, some people love interviewing wrestlers. Me, I'm even though I don't necessarily see everybody, I want to at least make sure that I enjoy your work, you know. I want to make sure I and shout out to you because you providing this platform that I can actually like, okay, you know what? Let me go check out. We love wrestling and see, you know, I was telling somebody about the other day who I was talking to, but I was like, that's the channel you need to be following because you can get that content. You can get these matches. It's um, so it's like, it is crazy because as far as the matches, I probably, still have matches on a hard drive from like 2015 and 16 when I was going out to independent shows and I always had the matches. Then I put them on the hard drive and I always went back to look at them. And then <laughs> so shout out to new Japan. I had a YouTube page beforehand. <laughs> it was uh... called trade to the DTV. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. I had about 1500 followers. Uh, the night that the firing club beat up the elite in San Francisco, I put video live video because I was there and then video mixed from the New Japan stream. Mm -hmm. They hit me with like three violations that night and took my page. Um, Boy. so it's like I still have those matches on the hard drive, but now since I'm going out and with the shows and everything, I'm like, well. Fight TV $14.99, IWTV $10 a month. You know, you got the WWE and AEW stuff, but as far as independent shows, people are not buying $14.99 for every event and like how they gonna see it. So, okay, I'll put this up for you. If you like that match, go check out their full car. So that's all I'm trying to do is just get the wrestling to the people. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. You know, that's one of the things I can't figure out. I'm on, like I said, I'm on YouTube mostly. All right, if it's an eight-hour workday, three or four of those hours are on YouTube, just browsing through stuff to get me through the day. And there's so much wrestling out there, and there's so much uh, content, but it's not WWE, but it's WWE footage. And I'm like, how in the world are people getting away with this? You know, I've seen everything from the, uh, you know, the standard fair use stuff. And I'm like, I know these people got to be making money. I just don't know how they crack the code. I tell you this, uh, 
WWE, AEW, MLW, NWA. I used to just put up like little short highlight clips, just like uh, two, three seconds from like each match or something that happened, you know, a move. And they hit my stuff so quick. So I'm like, when I see it, I'm like, man, people are getting away with it, but why am I always getting hit with it? So, you know, it make you be like, okay, so everybody posts about WWE. I still talk about the major companies, but here go independent wrestling. And I've been cool ever since, you know? <laughs> <laughs> man, I, and I can imagine, too, because, I mean, they want the exposure, you know? Um, what's been one of your favorite matches in the past um, year? so far that you've been able to cover um trisha door versus queen amanada happened right here in indianapolis uh gcw i think 13 uh indiana invasion um yeah i brag with it i, <laughs> I was i i put that match into the atmosphere and got trisha up here with that Pan-African World Dysphoria Championship. Um, and just being there, because I was I was able to be by ringside, record it. Um, it's on the page. Check it out. That, that match right there, um, just looking at what happened after that match, mm-hmm. it set the platform of a lot of things that's in motion now. So... That right there has to be one of the top matches that I like. It's other matches, but when I look back at stuff, I'm like, it's that match right there. Cause I look at everything happening now and I'm like, that one, that that one right there. Yeah. Now, um, when I was on your show, you asked me like one of the greatest wrestling fan questions ever. Uh, and I told you I'd never been asked this question. So I'm gonna throw I'm gonna I'm gonna take your question and ask you, but I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Uh, you asked me uh what wrestling tape was I not able to get my hands on, like in the tape trading days. Has there been an independent wrestling um independent wrestling match that you've been trying to reach get to that you heard about, but perhaps you never got a chance to watch it? Who an independent match. Um, well, I can say it's not any matches that I can't get to. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be matches that haven't came onto my radar as of yet. Um, so right now I'm in a Christian Casanova's phase. Um, I met him over the summer at Black Label Pro, uh, well, in September. And, uh, you know, the news is out there about him and everything. So, it's a lot of his matches that I'm catching up on right now. Um, oh, there is one match that I haven't been able to catch. There it is. Um, there's a match that people have been telling me about that circulated somewhere. Um, it's Ron Simmons versus no, not Ron Simmons. It's Two Cold Scorpio versus. Um, some guy in Japan. He just we just talked about it last week, but I've been looking forward ever since Saturday. Ever since Saturday, um, I have to remember. Um, but that is a match right now. I'm looking. I'm looking through two cold Scorpios uh, Japan run because something. I don't know when this coming out, but we were blessed to be able to sit down with two cold Scorpio and get ten minutes with him. So I'm looking for that match. Uh, 
I, I can't remember who he said. Um, but it's a Japanese legend. And I was like, I didn't even know that match happened in that in the time. Was it Onita? It might have been Onita. Oh. Um, man, if I had enough time, I'd bring it up on the spotlight when you said it. But I don't want to <laughs> do your time like that. But it's a lot of two close Scorpios, you know, after talking to him. Okay. About some of his runs, it is Black History Month. It's a lot of things out here that he did that I knew about, but I didn't know so much in depth about. So it's making me try to find those matches. Now, you mentioned that and you mentioned being able to chance to sit down and talk to him. Who are some of maybe people that you've enjoyed over the course of time that you grew up watching and you got a chance to sit down and talk to him since you've had this platform? Uh, On the platform... I say, or you can even say off the record. Obviously, wouldn't share what they said, but like, just people. Be, since how, who are some people that wrestling media has allowed you to be able to meet and talk to? So here's the. So here's the funny thing. Um, we just started doing like the spotlights during the pandemic, um, <laughs> but a lot of people know me beforehand, so any events happen, you know, I'm always at events, you know, I'm a collector, I show, you know what I'm saying, first AEW show and everything, so I've been able to talk to wrestlers and they know me over the years, so some of my favorite conversations probably uh, Ron Simmons when I talked to him in New Jersey um, like 2014, just being able to give him his roses, um, being able to talk to Victoria back in 2013, give her her roses. Um, new people that I've been able to talk to, I, I really like the Culture Inc. guys, man. They're doing their thing, the whole group. Um, put me on to them. Yeah, I'm also... Um, I've met uh, Kaya, had her on the show a couple of times. Kaya, shout out to Kaya Dream. She's doing big things. Just um, watched her match on your channel uh, today. Yeah, man, from few survive probably. Um, oh, but the biggest person, you know, La Rosa Negro. So I had a meeting with her in like 2016, just randomly at a ride show in Chicago. We talked everything cool. Um, then we was able to spotlight her in August before she went and won the Mission Pro Championship, and she was just talking like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," but since that time you know i've seen her maybe eight or nine times since then and it's like she's like family like someone i grew up with now every time we see each other it's all love and just finding out like her story and everything going from marvelous in japan then coming here and not getting the respect that she deserves and then now being down at mission pro and winning that championship um it's stories like that that's make me like, man, I'm actually doing something. Just being a little part of it because she gives shouts out to the page and everything. That right there, that makes a world of difference and people starting to take more notice of her. So yeah, La Rosa Negra got to be up there. Yeah, man. One of the things you uh, posted on Instagram uh, today uh, as we record Thursday, just to come out on Friday, um, you talked about the podcast being important. Um because you, you, you know, basically putting on a radar, we need Jazz versus Trisha Door because Jazz said book it. Let's book it, you know. Can you just uh, expand on that? 
so, so I actually did just record some too because uh. I I feel like um this honest opinion it's so many platforms out here and wrestling media out here um and you're gonna get everybody talking about the major companies wwe aw impact new japan and it's a lot of things that i feel like myself and i don't know if other people feel like that go under the radar so mm-hmm. like the trish and uh jazz i saw that post i'm like man if i make a post on this because i obviously know people watch our spotlights and then They'll go grab those two or go grab a person. And then you like, oh, this person is on your show. And it's like, oh, okay. You got that from the spotlight. So I'm more so now, if we not telling the stories, who's going to be out here telling the stories? Like I could post something about WWE or AWNXT and so many people will like it, you know? Um, and so many people will let other stuff go on the radar. So, one match, Trista Jador versus Jazz. What I'm going to start doing is like Twitter updates and info news. I also saw uh, your friend and my friend, Miss uh, Ariella Nix. She uh, said that she would face Brooke Valentine, Queen B. Brooke. Um, I, w- I won't see no post on that, but I'll see a fantasy post if like if a wrestler in the company says, oh, I want to face this wrestler that's in the same company, and then you'll get everybody reposting that. It's like, okay, that's cool, but the matches that we can make happen on the independent scene, and they post about it, let's put that up. I'm not talking about the independent wrestlers who like, oh, I want to face this person, but if you see the dialogue between two wrestlers going back and forth, and you like, oh, they both saying yes. It's been back and forth. The possibilities there. Let's make it happen. Like Mr. Kate and Janai Kai going back and forth. Okay. I've talked to both of y'all. Y'all both said it. Y'all on Twitter. Y'all had about an hour long going back and forth. Boom. Somebody make this match happen. So I'm trying to see them happen on the indie scene before they get to the big company and, you know, they do their their thing there. So, you know. Yeah. Now, how important you think, not to say, do you think the wrestlers, obviously, as black media, we understand uh, the role of black wrestlers, right? And we understand the importance of elevating them. Do you think that's changed as far as the wrestlers understanding what we do and how important it is for them to, you know, come on our platforms? You know, sure, you know, you're, you're Chris... Uh, was name Chris Van? I can't say his name right now, but you know he has his platform. You got all these other shows, but do you think they understand the importance of coming to the black shows and understanding how black media can help them? <laughs> you go get me in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a double edged sword. So I look at it like this. Um, I'm appreciative of the spot that I'm in and what I'm doing. Like, I don't, I reach out to the wrestlers myself. They respond, they sell, you know, they say they see what we're doing and everything. Um, it's all about the person, man. I mean, I, I see more black wrestlers, you know, open up to it. Um, knowing that you got to talk to the same like-minded people 
to get your story out there you know what i'm saying even though we don't i don't have a big platform per se like um uh wrestling or wrestle talk or fight for somebody mm-hmm. but when you come to our platform i can say they all like okay i can feel the realness in this conversation and you gonna ask me questions that i'm not gonna get asked on those platforms because let's be real on those platforms it's not us so it's a lot of conversations that we can have in the community that if you go outside the community they not gonna really have those conversations with you i'm gonna have conversations about wrestling but i'm also gonna throw in you know some that we both grew up on that we know that we can relate to and that relate to the fan base also so i mean they they starting to see some of them some of them just you know they don't respond to you cool that's all gravy we still gonna support you we here if you ever want to come back but don't try to come and talk to us if you up here and you don't want to talk to us don't try to come talk to us when you get down here and start saying oh i'm trying to get myself back over well when you was on your way try to get over we supporting you and now you over and you forgot about us so now on your way back down don't try to come over here and Oh, I, I, I want to make. I see what y'all are doing. Like we've been here, bro. Like don't don't play us to the left when somebody else come knocking. All we trying to do is give your flowers now because us giving flowers to our wrestlers now that's doing it. That makes a, a lot of difference to a lot of people because <clears throat> there's not a there there's black wrestling fans and there's many of us, but in the same sense, it's not that many of us, and that's why it's so important all the platforms and what you doing here because I, I i love what you doing out here man put you over for a second i put myself over <laughs> i appreciate that man like um you know one person i always credit is uh, mia yim when i first met her first time i actually seen her wrestle mcw 2010 she was in a triple threat match that featured mickey james and you know mickey james was obviously like the star there they had mickey james carlito and hurricane at that show and i was like wow who's you know who's this asian chick and you know go home do the research oh okay so she's black and asian all right cool let me hit the follow button on twitter next thing you know i see her rcw and i said hey you know i was working on a school project this was when the uh the wrestling realm was on paper and we're planning out everything and this is like the first show Dwayne went to and we sitting there, you know, I, I had my um, old show and I said, hey, you know, can I interview you? I'm doing a school project. I want to interview you on my show. And she let me. And so forth. You know, she becomes TNA champion, uh, knockouts champion. Didn't, sure. Not a pro- I said, do you do I have to go through, you know, the media request? She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I can do what I want. And sure enough, you know, so you, you can appreciate people like that. Now, obviously in the wwe congrats to her and keith lee on the engagement i know okay i'll talk to her i gotta go through those channels but you know you appreciate when people don't forget where you know where they was when you know like you said when they was right on the independent level and then they blow up man mia yim just to give her her roses i saw her in like 2012 in virginia at a match um, we had a good conversation and then like in 2000 
14, I believe, she came to Jeffersonville, Indiana for Girls Night uh, out like five or six. That was after our tour, right? Yeah, and I saw her again, and she was like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's funny because I go to all these wrestling events. I'm like the only person of color at these events. And right, of course. Towns, and, you know, they see me, so they like, man, once you just at the, I'm like, yeah, I was there, and it's like they remember my face, but they appreciate when they see people like them, because like you said, when I first saw her, I was like, man, who's this Asian chick? But I was like, she Asian, but it's something else, because you know how it is when you see, like, wait a minute, you 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 got a little something else in you, so yeah, um, just to know she's Asian and, and Black, and she's been so cool, and I like what she's doing and everything now, and for real, congrats to her and Keith Lee. She forever supporting both of y'all, man. So, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and like one person I have a shout out to, uh, and you know, you remind me of my good brother, Dr. D, uh, Daryl Johnson. Like he's always on the go. All all the independent shows, and sometimes he'll call me up, hey B dub, uh man, you gotta check out this match. So and so just took on this one. I'm like, Doc, you be everywhere, especially from you know, Jersey. Uh, Maryland, D.C. You know, what's the furthest you've traveled for um, an independent show? You know, it's, it's it's always it's the cool thing to go to WrestleMania, right, and be in the spotlight. But just listening to you and seeing your footage, I can see you go on the off season when it's not WrestleMania season. You still traveling doing this? What's the furthest you've traveled? Um, it wasn't because of the show that i went there but when i was there i went to the show so when new japan had their first american show okay um i I, i'm in the midwest so i went out to uh long beach um and while i was out there they had it was some off-brand show but i knew they had a taya valkyrie there um so i ended up after that show I went down to that and it was like enjoyable. Maybe it was PWG. Um, it was an enjoyable show, but that would probably be the furthest for an independent show. Okay. Um, and yeah, with the off season, I mean, independent shows, um, I have to be vested into it. So, you know, I do that. I do it. It'd be more involved with like me going to some of these shows, but for the wrestling sense, People's like, oh, he went all the way there, but it's usually something else also going on in that time frame that I'm out there for. But I try to put some wrestling into my trips. Yeah, I, I, that happened. Um, I was in Chicago for work. It was the American Heart Association Conference, and there was Evolve that weekend. And I think the only, I think I was tired because <laughs> I knew I had to get up the next morning. But I was like, man, had I known I would have planned, you know, accordingly, like, hey, you know, evolve here. Let me go hit up that show. Uh, huh? You got to do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just, I, I, it was one of those things I was kicking myself like, man, why didn't I think about it? You know, same thing happened in Vegas one year. Uh, ROH was out there and I just didn't know. Matter of fact, Dr. D hit me up. was like, yo, you going to ROH? I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> so. funny thing. I was in Vegas and ROH had one of their anniversary shows. I didn't even know it was going on. This is probably like 2000, 
16 or 17. Okay. Just walking and the event is over at this point, but I was out uh, with my girl and we a little tipsy and I'm looking, I'm like, man, that looked like uh, one of the Briscoe brothers, you know, just like randomly. But I'm like, I'm, that ain't no one the Briscoe brother. And I'm like, man, that is one of them. And they was like, we just had to have been over here at the hotel. I'm like, are you serious right now, man? Oh. <laughs> so now I got databases where I'm looking like any type of show that's going on anywhere I'm going. It, if it's a person on there that I know, I'm gonna show up and at least cheer for him during that match if if I'm there. So you know, yeah, man. Well, um, before we get out of here, uh, one, I want to what's been your most rewarding moment since um having your platform created? We love wrestling. What's been your most rewarding moment for you personally? A reward moment, just. Uh, more people in expanding their horizon on wrestling. So I'll say that I it won't. It's not that we are um, wrestlers we talk to. That's always good. But shout out to Down for the Count uh, with Nicole. You know she always comes on, and you got Tiffany and Alexis and Jayne. Then you got the Pretty Heels. All of them they join me on there. Uh, from Jinx to Danielle, soon you'll start seeing Shay. Um, and top rope squishy Maddie from there, you know, just people. So people like Maddie, she's the AEW fan. So back in when we talked, I was like, well, I'm trying to expand your knowledge and your outlook on wrestling to see more things. So just any and everybody, if you come to my page and you find out about something or you get hooked on to a new wrestler, it's like, man, I didn't know this, and he got three or four matches on him. As long as I can do something to build your love for wrestling, overall wrestling, you know what I'm saying, then that's a reward for me. That's all I'm trying to do. That's all, awesome, man. Wrestling. I mean, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Let the people know where they can find you. You can find me, and I usually don't do this, but they told me I have to start. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under my personal pages at King Trey, the number two, T-H-A-D, King Trey to the D. Um, on the platforms is We L-U-V Wrestling on Instagram. On Twitter is We L-U-V Wrestling 1. On YouTube, click the subscribe button. We love wrestling and like and follow on the Facebook page. Uh, I forgot about that, but it's over 700 likes and follows. So I guess I have to plug that platform more. And we can be seen on all major podcasts um, out there. We usually just drop our women on Wednesday, but I'm starting to give it more on there. But yeah, man, just follow all of that and you can get all the updates on We Love Wrestling. Man. Make sure y'all follow because y'all know y'all love wrestling like I do. And obviously, you know, Trey does. He's putting on doing a lot of hard work. I mean, what I love is I, I see a whole schedule on YouTube of everything that's coming up. And like you said, black wrestlers matter. I, I, I love that right there. <laughs> if you uh watching on the YouTube, you'll see he's got that poster up there. That's important. Is um, you know, as we celebrate Black History Month, look. We no offense. We love The Rock, Mark Henry, and and Booker T's and Kofi Kingston's. Absolutely, but there's so many up and comers out here 
and they really getting a chance to shine and do their thing. And we love wrestling's putting them on. He mentioned Culture Inc. You know, I mentioned Casey Lennox and so many others. And it's a great channel to get an opportunity to know these wrestlers, man. So I really appreciate all the hard work that you do. Man, you know, I, I, I'm having fun doing it. Once the fun leaves for me, then you know what I'm saying? I just sit back a little bit. Um, it's about performance for me. Yeah, I tell you, don't ask me about no company. I can trash any and every company out here if you really want to go down that road. So it's about performance with me. And like I said, man, if, if you find something that you like, cool. If you don't like some, cool. Tell your friends about it. We here. We keep it black. We keep it wrestling. But we don't just spotlight black wrestlers, even though that's the main focus. You know, we never say that, but we spotlight everybody. So come through. You'll enjoy it. You'll love it because if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, we love wrestling. Ooh. wrestling. <laughs> uh, well, that being said, so long, everybody. Dude. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week's episode of Wrestling for the Culture. For more episodes or more content from the Wrestling Realm Network, hit the subscribe button down low. Make sure you turn on the bell for notifications. Till the next time, too sweet. <laughs>